Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, One Jesus Metaphor at a Time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Am I wrong? I mean, I mean, it, it looks, yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. Who are you? I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us today, we have uh, Phil Dragish from Matrix Minute. Hello, I am Saruman. Oh, Saruman <laughs> as you should have been. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 54, which starts with the continuation of yesterday's line. He says, two young hobbits. And it ends with Gandalf, well, I mean, Saruman, as he should have been, um, <laughs> saying, from the lowest dungeon to the highest peak, I, and we'll get the rest of that line tomorrow. I what? I what? I what? Yeah. iPhone! <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Gandalf's what? back. Yeah. It's not a spoiler anymore. I mean, the movie Quote posters unquote, had him on it. Like... Yeah, that's dumb. Like, that's dumb. Because you couldn't not have Ian McKellen on the poster for your guys, movie. Guys, I have some stories about this. I have some okay. stories about this. Here we go. So um, sometime in 2006, I had a friend and his younger brother has never seen Lord of the Rings before. and He just saw the first movie. He loved it. And uh, he came over to our house once. And we have uh, we had... Uh, posters of all three films, uh, Lord of the Rings films on our wall. And then, because he didn't see the, 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 the second movie and had no idea what was going on. By the way, he was like 12. Uh, <laughs> and he saw the poster and he's like, whoa, Gandalf's back? Uh, you know, for Two Towers. And then I was, because I don't, I'm the person that really likes to keep things as they are as you watch it in the film. So I never mm-hmm. reveal any kind of spoiler. I never hint at it. I don't have any, you know, like there's some people who like to feel like they're in control going, oh, well, does he, he's gone. Or is he? And it makes you, <laughs> and it, you know, it gives you some kind of satisfaction for being like, oh, I know something you don't. But I really, I stick to my guns and I never tell anybody. Uh, what's going to happen until they experience it themselves. So I'm looking at this, and and uh, Dawson, that's his name, uh, he was looking at it, he's like, Gandalf's back! And I'm like, uh, uh, he comes back in a ghost. Uh, he's a ghost, I think. He's a ghost. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or it's either that or uh, it's a flashback. It's a flashback. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> that's amazing. That's uh, really funny. That's really funny. Because, yeah, I mean, like, Gandalf the White was just on posters for the, for the second movie. That's so dumb. Yeah, well, it's it's all, um, you know, politics. That's what it is. It's, um, yeah. it's the contracts. It's the names. It's... Like the, uh, the Screen Actors Guild and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so there, there isn't much choice when it comes to that, unfortunately. But, you know, uh, what can you do? That's why uh, Liv right, Tyler is like, always everywhere in all mm-hmm. the posters. Right. Because, like... Um, like, his name has to be on the movie posters, even if his picture wasn't. Right. But, like, I don't know. People don't read. They just look at the pictures. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that, that, that's the same thing with uh, when, you know, a movie poster has names and they're they're billed, well, billed. They're, like, you know, ordered in a certain way and it doesn't match up with, with the posters. I think everybody has that complaint. Um, I don't. I think it's fine. I like it like that. But many other people would like the name to match the face. If it's at all yeah. in order. 
that's a that's a little thing sometimes i look at a poster and it's just like well that's just like confusing if this is like a relatively new actor and people don't know their face like who well, is you're gonna this have person to watch the movie you'll find out <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i think that's it's me. a little i don't think it's a big deal i just mm-hmm. it is a little thing that sometimes i look at and there's this part of my brain that's just but like, he's like, like a little looks organizational different like if it was like a flashback just have gandalf yeah, yeah, yeah. from the first movie on there oh, it, well, it was mean, a like flashback when, uh, by the way dawson when, it was a flashback when the yeah. name on the post the name what you're talking about is like when the list of names on the poster doesn't match up with the list of like the the, people the order of the faces yeah. yeah yeah like that bothers like this organizational part organizational part of my brain when I look at it and I'm just like looking at a poster and it's like Viggo Mortensen is above the face of Orlando Bloom. And I'm just like, why? Why do you do this to me? Well, that's why you should just have like a distilled like image from your movie and then like have the names. Right. I don't know. Like I don't know. Frodo, Marketing, Sam, and Gollum yeah. like walking into Mordor. You don't see their faces and then you have like all the names on it. Like that's right. a good poster. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, see, that's the thing about uh, marketing. It's a completely different uh, branch. Yeah. To, uh, right. Because like movie. people's contracts include like if they're going to appear on movie posters for the film, like how much pre- how much, you know, advertising material do they get FaceTime with? Mm. Yep. That sort of deal. And how big their faces are on the on the poster as well. That's another way. Right. It's weird. Yeah. I don't like it, but, you know, what can you do? I've never thought about, like, movie poster politics before. (laughs) Well, it's important because, like, it's the, it's how you sell the movie to people. Right. So, like, if you're a big star and you're in that movie and you think you're going to be a selling point, your agent negotiates for you to be the big selling point on the poster. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about, we're talking about a minute in a movie. We're talking about Gandalf being back from the dead, asshole. (laughs) <laughs> I'm back from the dead asshole <laughs> that didn't sound right did it I mean I, I can imagine Gandalf using the F word like that's not even a, that's not even a, a question for me <laughs> just like when he's surprised just, whoo, it just comes out when he hits his out of nowhere right this like when he hits be... his head in back end like I can, I can just totally imagine Ian McKellen in the Gandalf voice just like <laughs> using the F word shit uh <laughs> <laughs> Like that—that that doesn't seem out of place to me at all. Because as I've said, part of Gandalf's job is to be an asshole. Yeah, he does it. He he's does here it well to, here, he's, right? And it's from a place of love, or here it's from a place of playfulness. He's just being—he's just kind of being a douchebag here because so he wants to be. Would Gandalf qualify as like a trickster archetype? Oh no. He is a little he is a little tricksy, but I wouldn't say he qualifies tricksy. as a I wouldn't say <laughs> he qualifies as a tricksy wizard. Tricksy. He, he doesn't really qualify as a trickster. Yeah, he's more like the mentor. Yeah, he's a mentor character, but like he's playful. He, there there's a there's like a there's a childlike playfulness in Gandalf, which is why he associates with hobbits. That's fair. No, he's great. Gandalf's Gandalf's the man. But he can be a real douchebag occasionally <laughs> about it. Well, yeah, I mean like, like when here, Frodo... he he could have he could have like seriously hurt Aragorn. <laughs> just now well yeah i mean deal with it i mean like um uh as you know frodo made a little poem uh for for gandalf when 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 he died and he's in lothlorien this is in the in the books and you know he said that he was uh quick to anger and quick to laugh Mm -hmm. Hmm. i think that describes him well yeah yeah gandalf does get angry really quickly and then it passes it's like a like a crack of lightning and then it moves on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he says, "Do you take me for a conjurer of cheap tricks?" and he's just like, he's pissed off. Yeah, yeah. And then he just lets it go. Or when he shouts at Pippin and Moria, Aww. 
and then oh, he lets it go. It, you know what? I'm just so sad that there wasn't because in the book there's this wonderful little moment in Moria uh, when he does that. He's like, "Fool of a talk, yeah, blah blah blah," and and then you know Pippin is offended, <laughs> as if anyone cares. Um, but uh, after a while, Pippin has is his punishment is to guard. Uh, yeah, because in the in the book, what happens is he, Pippin does throw a stone, but nothing happens immediately like it does in the, mm-hmm. in the movie. Uh, in in the book, it's just a, it's more of a slow burn. It's just that little uh, drop, that that little um, stone throw that he threw in the well. In a, it, it it's not in the same area. It's not in um you know it's not in Baldin's tomb. It's somewhere else. Yeah, it's somewhere else. Um, and that little drop uh starts uh starts something, but it's not uh it's not the instigator as it is in in the movies. So there's a lot of time that goes by before uh, the, the orcs get to them. Um, and so in this little moment, uh, uh, Gandalf says that his punishment is going to be to guard, uh, to stay the night's watch. So he's going to have to stay up at night and, 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 and watch over while everyone else is sleeping. And, uh, you know, Pippin's sad. He's scared. He hears noises everywhere. But then it's wonderful because then Gandalf comes back after like a couple of hours and says, go get some sleep. I'll, I'll take care of it later on. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's, it's just, that would have been such a nice little moment in the movie. Yeah. I know. Cause in fellowship, they don't get any closure. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Dies. <laughs> yeah. The last thing Gandalf did with Pippin is Let's yell at him, him and call him an idiot. And then he died. <laughs> like, and then they don't see each other again until, this movie. Well, yeah. we don't even yeah. see that until until uh, until Return of the King. <laughs> until Return of the King, and he goes hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And then and then he takes Pippin to Gondor with him because he loves Pippin. He doesn't oh, trust yeah. Pippin in the care of anyone else, and he doesn't trust Pippin alone. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't trust you not in my supervision. He trusts he trusts uh, Pippin with Treebeard. Well, yeah, because Treebeard is Treebeard. Like. He's not going to, like, he doesn't think the, that Mary and Pippin are going to cause too much trouble in the woods. Uh, also, they're not going to do anything to hurt Treebeard. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Treebeard, it might be slow to anger, but as we saw, his anger is immediate. <laughs> the results of Treebeard's anger are, are immediate, and then he moves on. Mm-hmm. So, what is that? It's an orc. Die. Okay. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to take Fair you enough. to my friend. <laughs> but yeah, guys, Gandalf's back. I mean, you haven't had him back since. Whew. Well, the beginning of this movie. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, because we, we I get to we see that. the Balrog fight again, and the fall totally that forget. extended fall. You have no, really, you have no idea. The really pretty how, wide shot. Yeah, I was so um, like when I first saw this in the theater. Okay, so uh, as a kid, I was more lenient to being interested in the bad guys. Uh, I always liked. Uh, the Disney villains when I watched movies, you know, Scar, Hades, J- Jafar. Um, and so Two Towers came out when I was f- four, 13. And uh, I liked the Balrog and I liked uh, mostly the Balrog. That was my favorite character. If you would ask me back <laughs> then, it would have been a Balrog. Because, um, you know, giant fire demon. And... Um, so I thought that after the mines, we're not going to see the Balrog again. You know, like there's no way. No one's interested. It's just something I like. And then when I watched Two Towers for the first time, I can still remember in the theater uh, back when it was film, you know, and you can see that beautiful contrast. And then the camera goes down while Gandalf falls. And I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> it was the best. 
Oh, and I was so happy. You have no idea. I, I didn't amazing. expect that to even happen. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about the opening sequence of this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's something so unexpected. You guys, okay, we're going to talk about that in, in the next one. Yeah, it was, it was certainly unexpected. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I think it works in the context of the movie. It doesn't work in the context of watching the movie a minute one, at a time. One minute at a time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, we get to watch Gandalf die again. Except for oh. that one gorgeous widescreen shot. Yeah. That's my favorite. That um, wide shot's beautiful. But I it's it's interesting, like you they met someone that you they did not expect. Does that comfort you? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't, you random strange weirdo in the woods <laughs> but yeah but that's but that's gandalf you know oh, right like, there does that comfort you and aragorn looks at him like are you serious <laughs> show is yourself this, is this bitch for real like, <laughs> like it's and it's like if i i guess his his logic is like well if saruman hasn't killed us yet and he's talking to us i guess i can just like demand things of him <laughs> Because right. he gets real bossy really quickly. Like, who are you? Show yourself. All right. Like, you just lit your sword on fire almost. And then he leans in like David Blaine. <laughs> this is like, is this who you thought I was? <laughs> um, he's he's back though. I mean, like that close up. What do you think of that? I mean, it's wonderful. That it's just such a such a close shot of, of mm-hmm. Gandalf, and then the, you know the light just goes away, and you see him. And uh, it's still a big moment in my mind when I remember seeing that in theaters as well. I mean, it's in the he trailer. Leans on his, he leans on his new staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I have I have some some book information about Gandalf the White. I was talking to Cassandra about this earlier today. Yeah. Uh, and about the origin of his white robes. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. he got them. Lothlorien. Yeah, he got them. Galadriel gave them to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Like, these are just, like, extra clothes that, like, were either Galadriel's or Celeborn's or some other elves, and she's just like, here you go. I think, I think, I think they made it custom for him. He had to wait a few they, days. They probably did make yeah. it custom for him. Yeah. Because uh, he, he, he gets picked up from the peak of uh, Xeroxigil and brought to Lothlorien by Gwahir. Yes. That's right. Because Galadriel is just like, hey, your, your friend is, like, half dead on top of this mountain. Can you go get him? And the eagle's just like... Yeah, for Gandalf, I'll do pretty much anything. Yeah, Gandalf's the man. <laughs> Gandalf saved my life like twice. So I'll do whatever he asks me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he gets there, I mean, like, um, it's what Philippa Boynes and um, uh, Fran Walsh were joking about in the commentary, if I'm not mistaken, just talking about um, because Gandalf doesn't have any clothes um, when he gets there. So it's just a naked Gandalf asking for directions uh, to <laughs> yeah. Florian. Uh Yeah. It's like, you know, Galadriel give me give me a spare robe. Go, go to Lothlorien, I guess. Like, I just imagine, because, like, there's that... Because there's this thing from, like, the books that Elrond and Galadriel and, like, Gandalf and I think Celeborn and Cerdan can all, like, speak telepathically at great distance. And yeah. I wonder if, like, when Gandalf came out of it, the first thing he did is just, like, psychically scream to everybody else, like, I'm still alive, somebody come get me. Poor yeah. Elrond. And Elrond's just like, what am I going to do about it? He has it? like a perpetual headache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He just took some elf ibuprofen, and then Gandalf's just like, I'm back! And he's just like, ow, ow, stop. No, elves, elves must just, like, eat pure aspirin, just willow bark. That's probably oh. just what they use. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That's all aspirin is. It's just distilled willow right. bark. Um, just nomming on some trees. Yeah, elf is just like, I have a headache. Is there a willow tree somewhere? Well, I mean, you would, like, boil it for tea, but, like, okay. Well, well no, I mean, I mean, that's, like, how we discovered aspirin is, like, other people, they just chew on willow bark to, like, soothe pain and headaches. I just imagine Elrond with oh. paper teeth. But, um... Got some yellow teeth, get really orange teeth. He's <laughs> just, just chewing on some bark. That's great. Just, Welcome to Rivendell. Just oh, turns no. his head and just turns his head and his mouth opens real wide and he just starts chopping down a tree with his teeth. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't really think of, of the elves as, like, angry beavers. Like, Well, no, I mean, he's angry, because he's always angry, but... Yeah. El- Elrond's always upset. Yeah. Galadriel's like a graceful beaver. She's always upset, too, but in, a, in an anxious, sad way. <laughs> Elrond is, like, ready to be angry about, about men and their failures. She's, she's better at hiding it, because she's older than him. And Kurdan is just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Gandalf, you take ownership of this ring and go do something. I'll just hang out by the sea. Yeah. I'll just I'll just hang out by the sea. I don't <laughs> I uh I don't need this to do my job. <laughs> well, he's one of the oldest elves. Uh, Kirdan is so he's mm-hmm. he gets free pass. He's fine. Yeah, and uh, and then Gandalf reveals himself to to Aragorn here, and Ar- and uh, Legolas like goes down on one knee immediately. Well, yeah, he just shot his friend or tried to. Like he like, he wasn't messing around. Legolas and Gimli like bow in reverence to to Gandalf and Aragorn is just like, "How are you still alive?" <laughs> you fell. Yeah. You, we you, saw you. Like, no one should have survived that. It's like, "Aragorn, how long have you known Gandalf? Shouldn't you know better than to think that he's going to get killed by that by the fall at least?" Yeah. Well, Gandalf has uh, survived some some shit. Even if he fell though, like the Balrog also fell. Yeah. And like what are you saying is Balrog is a really good cushion? Well, I mean even it's if like the, the Balrog... Bumble in in, <laughs> in the Rudolph <laughs> ring and bass. Bumble's thing. bounce. <laughs> and you know Balrog's bounce. It's a well known fact. Well, I'm sure that Aragorn is, is red and like elven lore and he and McKellen just gets to be Yukon Cornelius well well, I mean like Aragorn knows that like Balrogs are serious business so I'm sure that right he was just like oh well Gandalf's a goner I'd watch I'd watch a live action Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer where where Ian McKellen is Rudolph is Yukon Cornelius I'd watch that (laughs) sure that's That's just in my brain now (laughs) Balrogs bounce that's silly Uh, speaking of Ian McKellen I, I met him once Oh really? Really nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it's weird because it was because uh, I went to film school, and uh, this was back in two thousand five. And this, by the way, this story is going to go nowhere. But so um, moving on, <laughs> uh, it's just that I, you know, um, just a little weird trivia here. Um, I was on the set of X Men Three, and that you know the not so good film, um, and uh, he was in in his Magneto costume because we were they were filming. Uh, scene uh did you guys see x-men 3 uh i have i'm actually a, an x3 defender You're an <gasps> dun, wow dun, dun. and my my argument for the defense of that movie is largely that 
The biggest gripe people have is that they use the name Phoenix, but don't really, it's not really a Phoenix story. Like it's, it's a totally different thing. They just made the wrong decision in calling it the Phoenix. Ah, okay. If they had used a different name, I don't think there would be nearly as many complaints. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I was I was on the set when they were filming it in Vancouver. Uh, the the one where Magneto is giving a speech. He's like, "They wish to cure us." Mm-hmm. Uh, so 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 just just uh, take a moment, and if you watch that movie again, uh, pretend when you see that wide shot where he's like, "They wish to cure us," and then just imagine little 15, 16 year old Phil just on the side because I was actually there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> While they were filming. And uh, so Ian McKellen was there with his uh, Magneto outfit. And uh, I was just standing doing nothing. And then he was eating pizza. And he came over and he was like, how are you doing? And I said nothing. I just smiled and I had nothing else to say. Oh, and no. Was, <laughs> yeah. I told you it was going nowhere. Stupid 15-year-old Phil. He just froze. Just yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was just smiling and like, yep. And I said nothing. And Aww. he walked off. Uh, that's great. Ian McKellen. I would probably freeze. I have like really bad. um, I get starstruck really easily, so I don't blame you there. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's not it's not too bad because uh, just uh, three months ago, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Ricardo, and he lives in Italy, and uh, you know he really liked the audiobooks that I did, and he actually did. He actually asked me to give him the files for you know like the audio files, so he could do an Italian version. And oh, cool. what I'm so happy about is that that sort of uh, gave him a little bit of a, like a demo sort of thing for, you know, for him to actually get some voiceover jobs, which is which is what he wants to do. And he's actually doing doing professional voice acting. And it's fantastic. And then um, he actually had Ian McKellen show up at his school. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the best thing in the world happened where he actually Ricardo actually gave Sir Ian McKellen, um, my audiobook on a hard drive before he left. Wow. And that is fantastic. So for some reason, I just keep uh, Ian McKellen and I just, you know, we just sort of cross paths sometimes. <laughs> it's like came full circle. That's really yeah. cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't ask for that. I mean, he just did it on his own volition. So, I mean, he's a wonderful guy. Uh, Ricardo is to give this to a wonderful actor. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you know, Sir Ian McKellen, I think you would you would enjoy this. That's awesome. Yeah. And That's he said he said yeah, he said he was pretty um like his eyes widened when he heard that I did the whole thing unabridged. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. But that's but that's just a theory. I mean, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like that's that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention that because Ian McKellen's uh, is is going to leave us in this um, this minute when we're done with it. So it's my one opportunity to tell a, a story that went nowhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, this minute is Gandalf being kind of a jerk. He is like uh, right on purpose. He he's, he doesn't just like approach them and go like, "Hey guys, I'm back." Hey, what's up? How are you guys uh, doing? But there's a line in this minute. That I guess isn't it's not in the theatrical in the the theatrical version of this scene. Uh, Gandalf doesn't say uh, I am Saruman, mm-hmm. or rather Saruman as he should have been. They cut that in the theatrical because that's a really it's a really heavy line in the lore that like just begs too many questions from a more casual yeah. audience. I can okay, see like guys. not having read the book and watching the movie like that would be confusing. They're like. 
what the hell like, do you mean? Yeah, like what? I, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, as a kid, I watched the extended versions. Uh, well, as a kid, I was 14, I guess that counts. Um, and I was watching the extended films. And when this happened, now, it's a good thing you mentioned that because I completely forgot those existed in the in the non the theatrical versions. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I'm a defender of the theatrical versions. You know, you guys going to have to fight me because um, <laughs> every time every time people come up and, and, and they're like, no, 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 extended is the only way to watch it. No, it's not. I have to tell you, like, I think you guys probably had this conversation before. I'm just saying those films still worked. You know, those are the ones that came out in theaters. And those are the ones that everyone first fell in love with. And I right. have to say they work, you know, it's just and that, that just makes it even better because they told the story in a shorter time. Uh, OK, anyway, sorry. I was, I was going <laughs> on with, with with theatricals. But I wanted to mention that when I saw when I saw the extended version was as a kid and he said, I am Saruman. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understood it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the white. people who had never, like, people who hadn't read the books, a lot of people who don't read the books or hadn't read the books or don't have, a, like, exposure to some of the the extra stuff about the uh, the Astari would, like, hear that line and, what? What? Hmm. What do you, what do right, you mean right. by that? Like, what do you mean, like, you're Saruman as he should have been? Like... Because you could just take it as like, oh, it just means he was—he's a good wizard. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, I thought the colors kind of helped a lot because now he's the white, you know. Right. So Saruman right. used to be the white, but he's now the real white. That right, but like all without, white, <laughs> but with but without a lot of the without the the context of like what the Astari were and like some of the stuff it says in the books, it's like, well, what does the color scheme matter to like the right, casual, yeah, the casual yeah, person? Yeah. It's just he's just Gandalf the white now instead of Gandalf the gray. He yeah. he had his robe right. laundered and took a shower. Like <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> yeah, as yeah, and um, something about myself is that I can accept a lot of um, things that don't necessarily make a lot of sense because I know there's a lot of people who, uh, and this is no fault to them whatsoever. They're actually really sharp when they notice these things. Is like when there's something illogical that goes on, uh, that people usually like pointing that out and saying, "Hey, how come this doesn't happen?" Because you know logic, right? Um, yeah, I'm. It, it just goes to say a little bit about me that I, I, I don't really like. If as long as it emotionally works, I, I usually I can I always let that slip, you know. So in this case, I never. There was no doubt in my mind where he said, "I'm Saruman, Saruman as you should have been." I thought, yeah, he's white, he's different now. He's uh, he's the man in charge. He's, mm. yeah. he, he upgraded. Because like in the in the context of the movie, the only other line that would like hint at kind of what he's talking about is when he refers to Saruman as the head of his order. Yeah. Previously. But that was like That's four like, hours of movie ago. Right, yeah, that was like right. a whole year ago if you're only watching it in the, <laughs> the right. theater. So like, now he now he's, he's the man in charge. Mm-hmm. Except it's not really like the guy in charge because it's really just Gandalf and Saruman. It's just like... Right. Because we don't we see don't... Radagast and the Blue Wizard to have been doing their own thing. The yeah. Blue Wizards are missing. The... I really like... They all fail, by the way. Right. <laughs> right? The the blue wizards totally just, like, do whatever. They just yeah. mess around. No one's really 100%... Sh- like, for a long time, there was, like, no information at all on, like, what they had been doing. And then, eventually, there's some... There was some extra stuff written down about them that got published in, a, I think it's a Peoples of Middle-Earth? It's one of the History of Middle-Earth books. That there was some information about the blue wizards, finally. And about how, like, they kind of fail in their task at trying to 
keep the good in the men in the east. Good job. But like, there's not a lot of details about exactly what went down with them. So I love this shot um, when he is speaking about, um, you know, I I fought like, you know, from through fire and water because Aragorn says, "Oh, you fell." And there's that shot of it. I guess it's a crane shot, but it swirls around the mountain, and as it goes around the mountain, we zoom Ooh, yeah. in on the fight. And that's a miniature. It's so oh, yeah. Uh, I love that shot. It's so that, cool. Right, like the whole peak and the tower is a miniature. Mm. Yeah. Um. I. I will. We can talk about the miniature versus CG stuff sometime soon. Uh. But um. There's one thing that I feel like, um, and this is a controversial statement coming from me. <clears throat> I, I, uh, there's one thing that I do like about the, the the Hobbit films that that came out, and that is compared to Lord of the Rings, and that is you're, it's going to be weird when I say this, but I think the framing for the Hobbit films is a little bit better than it is in Lord of the Rings. Um, I always felt like the close-ups uh, in Lord of the Rings are a little, a little too close, just a little too close. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've ever thought about this because it's a very subtle thing that you know. If if you're watching the movie, you don't, you know, it doesn't, you know, as long as it works, it works. But um, there's always, you know, because there's always these shots, like when Gand, like I like the shot where Gandalf like reveals himself, and you can just see that nice little close-up of his face, but. There's a lot of shots where it's just really, it feels like they filmed this off of like a small monitor because they wanted to get all the information they could with just that smaller amount of space. But mm-hmm. when you watch it in the theater, uh, it's, it diminishes. The effect is diminished. Uh, there we go. Sorry. I, this is, it's, it's Thursday. What can I say? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just rambling. I guess we'll I've be, never We'll be really back in like, form on Friday. Yeah. I, I, I guess I've never really thought about like, the the framing of unless it was just like a, unless the shot like called attention to itself yeah um right yeah well yeah that's the thing uh, i watched this a little too many times yeah but i'm not like a i'm not like a director or anything so that's not something i pay attention like i tend to pay attention more to like the dialogue and the structure of the story because yeah. i'm coming at it for, from a writing perspective um whereas i assume like because you went to film school so like that's that was your job is to like analyze movies no, yeah. by frames. <laughs> like what I, you know, yeah. What I do, I'm, I'm, I took a really long sabbatical from making any kinds of films, but I'm hoping to do some really soon in, mm. in the near future. But like for the past six or seven years, I haven't done anything worthy of note. I've been focused on other things mm-hmm. like oh. that Lord of the Rings audiobook. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, that, that's how that's, 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 that's me. I just, it always kind of bugged me whenever I was watching this on a big screen that, that people's faces were a little bit kind of in your face. Yeah. Mm. When and, and I watched the Hobbit movies and I couldn't believe how nice and wide it was because I don't know if you've seen Peter Jackson's previous movies. They're all amazing, by the way. I love <laughs> um, Brain Dead is one of my favorite movies. We, uh... We've seen we've seen his <laughs> very first one. We're gonna try and do them in order, bad like taste. the order that he. Bad yes, taste is yes. so good. I love Bad Taste as well. Um, bad, bad taste was not for me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Brain Dead though? Not yet. Oh no, that is like Bad Taste times ten. Okay. Pretty much. It's. <laughs> it's it's insane. It is the most insane. Okay, I'm not gonna spoil anything to you. I mean, I'm just, you know, 
as I do. But uh, Peter Jackson, if you watch all his movies, you'll you will see before, like right after the digital, after uh, the movies turned digital. Uh, I mean, before that, before that, um, most of the camera angles he uses are very like they he puts a wide angle lens and then shoves it into people's faces a lot. Mm. Um, there's a lot of that in Lord of the Rings, and like m- me and my brother, we always call talk called it uh, Peter Jackson cam because it was like this (laughs) wide angle that goes into people's faces and um, from now on I will challenge you to try to find some Peter Jackson cams uh, in Two Towers and Return of the King if you can like it has to be a you know shallow focus like really like shallow lens really close to someone Mm. and uh, one of one of the biggest uh, ones is in Fellowship of the Ring where where Gandalf goes is it secret is it safe yes that's a that's classic Peter Jackson okay close up (laughs) yeah we he does get in people's faces a lot because we were like literally just in Legolas's face like two minutes ago (laughs) all three of their faces (laughs) just like right there huh yeah and then he gets right in Gandalf's face when Gandalf reappears Mm -hmm. but not as close as not as close as, as Orlando three. Bloom. Yeah. yeah, the Hobbit films don't have that at all, which is good because I like better framing, but um, <laughs> bad because because I like I like the Peter Jackson cam. It's fun. Yeah, I think the next the next Peter Jackson movie is um, Meet the Feebles, which I have no idea what I am going to expect from that. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> if you didn't like bad taste, you're going to have a hard time. Okay. I'll prepare myself then. <laughs> yeah. It gets better, I think, after after uh, uh, Brain Dead. Um, mm. Yeah, the Heavenly Creatures is is fairly normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that wraps up this discussion. We get to talk about like the line that you requested tomorrow. So yeah. that's super exciting. Yay! Uh, so we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check out our Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. Uh, po- Have you ever noticed uh, Peter Jackson Cam, dear listener? Uh, tell us about that. Or like, I don't know, just what did you think of Gandalf coming back? Like, where was it spoiled for you? Did it, did you like genuinely like not know? Um, I like hearing people's stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Post those there. Um, and if you have a moment, how many axes did Gimli yeah. have? How many axes does Gimli have? Um, <laughs> if you have a moment, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review. Um, it'll help us out a lot. Please and thank yes, you. Yes, do it. Please. Um, and go listen to Matrix Minute. Where Phil's yes, from. listen to Matrix and give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> just give all the podcasts. But first, five listen stars. to it. Yeah, just 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 pretend you've listened to it. And write a great review. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I hope everyone has a good Thursday, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Balrog again. Our friend, the final time. (laughs) Bye.